1: Who always want to know why. Why things happen the way they do. I happen to be one of those people. And there are lots of things I don't understand. And I wish I knew the reasons why, but I just don't. And for instance, there's just a few things that are really bothering me right now. I got to tell you about them. This really gets me. Why doesn't McDonald's sell hot dogs? Wouldn't you like a McDog? And for kids, a McDoggy? Why do doctors call what they do a practice? Shouldn't they already know what they're doing? Bothers me. Why don't you ever see the headline, Psychic Wins Lottery? I don't know. But this really bothers me because I've been traveling a lot lately. Uh, it really gets me. Why are there flotation devices under your seat on an airplane instead of parachutes? Have you wondered about that too? Because I don't know about you, but if there's a problem at 30,000 feet, I'm not worried about drowning (laughs) I just want to know why But doesn't it Doesn't it seem like there's always plenty of things that we can't figure out we want everything to make sense But it just doesn't for example, dana and I have been trying to figure out and make some sense out of this, but uh, for the last several months, but at our house, there's this bird, uh, it's a red bird, I think it's a cardinal, who will fly directly into our window, head first, hundreds of times every day. I'm serious, it's a, it's a kamikaze bird. And there's nothing we can do to stop him. He flies head first and starts at 6 a.m. We can hear him. He flies head first into the window, takes the hit, shakes it off, gets up, goes at it again. We don't know why. Is he crazy? Is he depressed? <laughs> what did we do to him? I don't know. I don't know why. But, uh, you know, I plead guilty. I actually enjoy making fun of some of the things that we don't understand, but... The truth is, there are also things that happen to us that we don't understand that aren't funny at all. And those things are bound to happen to each and every one of us. And believe it or not, that's the way it was meant to be. Oliver Wendell Holmes once said, Trouble makes us one with every human being in the world. We all have that in common. We can't escape it. Sinner or saint, the trials, they will come. But the good news is that every Christian is to have an understanding and an attitude about the trials that they encounter. And the understanding is this. We don't have to understand it. We just have to know that the Lord always has our best interest in mind. You see, our trials are many times Simply a test of our faith. To see if the trial unravels us or if it makes us stronger. To see if we call on him and rely on him to get us through it. Or even intervene on us for, uh, on our behalf for us to and work it out. The word tells us we're going to be tested. The apostle Paul said the testing of our faith develops perseverance. And perseverance, which is stamina, is something God knows we have to have. If we're going to fight the good fight. We're all destined. To face tough tough times. In our lives. And the word shares so many great stories of real people. Who had real problems. And you can't talk about trials without talking about Job. Do you remember Job's story? Life was good with Job. Business was great large family, and he lost it all. His family, dead. His wealth, gone. His health, deteriorating. His wife even told him to curse God and die. Job's heartbreak was real. There was no earthly sign of any hope at all. But do you, do you know what Job said? Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. You see, Job saw the big picture. Job passed the faith test. He didn't understand why he had to lose so much. He just made a decision to trust God anyway. And you know the story. Job was restored to life and health and wealth and had family manifold. But make no mistake about it, Job remembered well his time of despair because it made the blessings of God so richly appreciated the rest of his life. You know, there may be things in your life today that you don't understand. You feel like what's happening to you isn't fair. And it makes you feel hopeless and discouraged. Well, let me tell you something. This is the very time when God wants to find the Job that's in you. This is the time when you have to trust Him. You remember what Dr. Marty said? said last Sunday. She said, your breaking point can be your turning point. It's our destiny to be tested in every area of our life, spiritually, physically, in our relationships and in our finances. And we don't have to enjoy the testing, but we have to trust God that these tests are valuable, nonetheless. The Apostle Paul certainly had his share of troubles. Also, But this is what he said. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. We're cast down, but we're not destroyed. Paul was saying, we're going to have some trouble, but we're going to make it. In Jesus' name. I don't know what you're going through today. But I do know that through Christ, we have hope and the promise of a glorious, eternal future. And like Job, there will be a time of testing. But true to his promise, there will also be a time of blessing. Will you hold on to that promise in your life today? I know you will.
0: Don't go away. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back.
2: The Slide. It's what I liked best at the playground as a kid. I got a feeling of freedom, like I could do anything, and I loved it. Now, as an adult, I still love the slide, but it's the Slide Z flashlight from Nebo Tools. That's S-L-Y-D-E. The Slide Z is a two-in-one high-intensity flashlight with a powerful work light concealed inside the flashlight body. You just slide it to reveal. With the four times adjustable zoom, fully deemable beam, and instant-on feature, I get a feeling of freedom, like I can do anything.
0: Welcome back to On the Bright Side. Email bobby at onthebrightside.org and let him know you're listening.
1: I want to talk about a few people that have inspired us this week. I'm going to call this Profiles in Faith. First person I want to talk about is someone that I don't even know. But I heard about from our children's pastor, Mike Ballard. As you know, last week, we had our miracle offering Sunday. So on Tuesday, I received this note From Pastor Mike said, Bobby, I received four little boxes full of coins from a little girl in our church. Here is the note she attached to the money. Pastor Mike, I came to church yesterday with my family to visit, and I heard that you needed money to help finish the children's area. I've been saving my money for something special, and I wanted to give this to you to help. I know it's not much. It's $15.45. I hope my mom and dad want to keep coming back. Love, Heather. Well, for someone who talks about giving all the time, that's about the most inspiring thing I've ever seen. And I sat in front of my computer for about an hour trying to think of something intelligent to say to you after I read that to you. And I couldn't do it. Because this little girl's gift says it all. And all I can say is God bless these children. And she's probably in church, children's church right now. But God bless you. Little Miss Heather. Surely your gift is blessed. The next profile in faith is about some people we all know to be faithful friends and members here at Bethesda. This past Tuesday, while enjoying a much-deserved vacation, Keith and Donna Greer got a call that the headquarters of their business of many years was burning to the ground. And while they hurried to catch a flight back home, the rest of us watched all the news coverage about the fire on television and on the Internet. I arrived at the scene of the disaster in the afternoon, just a few minutes after Keith and Donna got there. The fire department was just cleaning up. It appeared to be a total loss. The building, the offices, the inventory, the records, everything. I first spoke to Donna. The first thing she said was, thank God no one was hurt. And then you said, I know it looks bad, but all things work together for good. Then I stood with Keith as he took in all this destruction. And he said, you know, I give this to business to God every Monday morning. And I don't know why he allowed it to to blow up. But he knows. You know, you can't hide who you are when the storms come. Dr. Edwin Lewis Cole used to say, crisis doesn't make the man. It just exposes him for what he... Already is. Well, this isn't the only crisis that Keith and Donna have faced in their life. But they've learned to trust God in the good times and in the bad times. Apostle Paul said, I've learned to be content, whatever the circumstance. You see, the world can't understand this kind of faith. But we saw it in action with Keith and Donna Greer this week. And Keith... And Donna, I pray that, you're, that God will restore your business 100-fold and bring pre- peace, prosperity to your family like never before. Well, there you have it. A few profiles in face right here at Bethesda.
0: Don't go away. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back.
3: Fully illuminate your immediate area. Tough...
0: Welcome back to On the Bright Side. Email Bobby at onthebrightside.org and let him know you're listening.
1: You know that I don't always talk about tithing and giving or money issues. Many times I'm just hoping to bring an encouraging word to some of you. But this morning I want to remind us that this part of the service is very meaningful because it's not only a biblical directive. For us to tithe and to give. But tithing and giving is something we all need to do. We need to do it for ourselves and for our own spiritual growth. And we especially need to give in difficult times. Let's talk about tithing for a second. Tithing, or giving 10% of our income, really isn't giving the same way. Tithing is an act of obedience. And it's important to God that we do it. And when we do it, we're acknowledging that everything we have belongs to God. And that's a good enough reason we should tithe. But the reason we need to tithe, say with me, need to tithe. tithe. The reason we need to tithe is because when we tithe, the remaining 90% of what we have is blessed. So while tithing is expected, it's also respected. But giving is also an important part of our life and is very important to God. Did you know that there are over 2,000 verses in the Bible that reference money or possessions? In contrast, there are about 500 verses about faith and about 500 verses about prayer. And of the 38 parables that Jesus used, 16 of them had to do with money. In the Bible, the word give is used twenty two hundred and eighty five times that sounds like a lot the word love appears seven hundred and thirty three times the message here is that what we do with and how we handle our money is a big deal in developing our relationship with the Lord you see God uses money to test us and hear this amazingly he allows us to use money to test him one of the reasons we need to give say we need to give well that was that was really enthusiastic <laughs> say with me we need to give we need to give is because giving keeps our heart in the right place what we give to defines our our priorities the word says where our treasure is our hearts will follow And there is nothing better to defeat materialism in our life than giving. Giving affirms that old saying that the greatest things in life are not things. Another reason we need to give, say we need to give. give. That's better, thank you. We need to give simply to benefit other people. Since the beginning of time, there has always been those who are in great need. And the Lord made it clear that the church, that's us, are supposed to help them. We're not to share the gospel with them and just stop. We're to love them. And we're to share with them in tangible ways. The old saying is that you can, you can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. We also need to give so we can see God's principles and truth manifested directly into our own life. Let me say that again. We need to give so we can see God's principles and truth manifested directly in our own lives. The word says, give, and it will be given to you in good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over and pouring over into your lap. We need to give so we can experience that in our own life. And finally, we need to give. Because giving glorifies God. You see, giving really is an act of worship. Just like praising Him is. The Word says it's more blessed to give than receive. And giving is a way that we can tangibly show our gratitude for all that He has already given us. Wouldn't it be nice if we didn't have to think about money all the time? I mean, we didn't have to try and make ends meet, have to provide all the needs for our families. I mean, I know we feel that way. But you see, that struggle, that challenge to meet all the demands of the day, is part of the journey that God has put us on. And when we labor in the field and earn our wage and are still faithful... In spite of our financial struggles, he places in our hearts the desire to give what we can, knowing that it takes faith to do it. And that's when something special happens. That's when we grow grow stronger in the Lord. That's when his principles about money and prosperity are activated in our lives. And that's why we need to give. So giving is important, and we need to do it well. The Apostle Paul said this, See that you excel in this grace of giving. Now I happen to know, in case you don't, that Bethesda has always been a generous and giving place.
0: You've been listening to On the Bright Side, brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo flashlights, respected by emergency professionals, are found in homes and businesses across America. Each weekday, entrepreneur business owner, life coach Bobby Bollinger brings business, spiritual, and practical applications to inspire you to live life to the fullest. Get on the bright side with the bright ideas at NeboTools.com. And let Bobby know you're listening with an email to bobby at onthebrightside.org.
3: It's time for you to have a blast. Now, I'm not talking about your social life. I'm talking about the brightest flashlight ever created by Nebo Tools. It's mad, bad, and bright. It's the Red Line Blast. With 1,400 lumens of high-intensity light, this must-have flashlight can throw a spectacularly high beam over more than 850 feet. The Redline Blast is completely waterproof and ready for any weather condition. It has four times zoom and five different light modes, high, medium, low, defensive strobe, and flashing beacon. Take it from me. You've got to have a blast. A Redline Blast. Find Nebo Tools' intensely bright lights and flashlights, including Nebo's brightest flashlight ever, the Redline Blast, at Batteries Plus Bulb Outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at nebotools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play for the ultimate in flashlights. Let Nebo light your way.